Chapter 6, He Reappears. The teachers couldn't get us to do any work, let alone listen in class. We were so ready for summer vacation to begin. It was the last day of school, and we were here till noon, and I still hadn't seen my Adonis guy since the initial sighting. One day at lunch, I thought I saw him. I'll be right back, I told Beans as I jumped up from the bench where we ate our lunch to catch up with this apparition. Excuse me, I said as I pushed my way through the lunchtime crowd. Excuse me, I continued pushing forward at a quicker pace. I'd almost caught up with him when another student tried to stop me. Uh, Gracie, are you going to be... Shelley started. Can't talk now, I said, forging ahead. I was so close to him. He'd stopped at the drinking fountain. I rushed up to him. Oh, it's you, I said in total disappointment. Gee, thanks, said Alfredo as he straightened up from getting his drink. Good to see you, too. Oh, I'm sorry. I I thought you were someone else. Disappointed, I returned to where Beans was still sitting, watching my stuff. Where'd you go? Beans asked. Uh, I thought I saw someone I'd been looking for. Turned out to only be Alfredo, I said glumly, still looking down the hall. Where is he? It had been weeks. School was ending, and it left me doubting if I even saw him at all the first time. Maybe he was just visiting, lost, or or, or maybe he returned to heaven. Who knew? I would never know because I couldn't ask anyone about him, not just because I was too stinking chicken to risk ridicule, but I didn't know his name. I, I couldn't ask anyone about who the angel or Adonis was unless I wanted to commit so- social suicide. So I marked him down as my first urban myth. The school bell rang at 12 noon sharp, and by 12.05, Trey, Sabrina, Beans, Chuck, Brian, and I had gathered in a circle by the double doors at the front of the school. We laughed and talked over one another, ready to start our summer, and I was doing silly dance moves making Trey and Chuck laugh when we heard a guy trying to get Trey's attention. Trey! Hey, Trey! Just then, Brian spilled his chocolate milk on the floor. Darn it, Brian said as we all jumped to avoid being splashed. Somehow, the milk had encased me in a little circle that left me having to stretch my legs to step over it. Kay, what are you doing? Trey laughed at my chaplain-esque attempt to step over the mess. Then turning, he said, Hey, Sam, where you been? We'd all stopped, even me mid-step, as I looked up to see who Sam was, and I froze. It was him. At this realization, my heart began beating so fast against my ribs, I thought it would break through. My mouth became dry. My, My breathing was shallow. It was him. His name was Sam, and he was friends with Trey. It was irrevocable proof that God loved me and all was right with the world. My Adonis had reappeared holding a basketball. He wore shorts and a tank top, and he looked unbelievably gorgeous. I stared in admiration at how the shorts showed off his long, muscular legs, while his tank top exhibited the two guns hanging from his shoulders. I was so lost in my appreciation of Sam that I almost missed the moment Trey introduced me. Do you know Gracie? Trey asked, pointing his thumb at me over his shoulder. She's one of the funniest girls you'll ever know. I quietly groaned at this comment. Great. Thanks, Trey. Now he'll see me as a guy, as a clown. Thank you for that. Thank you very much. 
Uh, no, Sam said, looking at me with a smile. Are you new? he asked. I wanted to answer, but my mind was too busy screaming, He's talking to me! On the outside, I stood on one leg over a puddle of chocolate milk with a stupid grin on my face, and before I could answer, Brian did it for me. No! She's been here all year, he said from below as he wiped up the milk. Gracie was in that play we saw earlier this year, Trey said. Oh, what was the name of it again, he asked, turning to me. Tartuffe, Beans answered as I stood there, unable to respond fast enough. She she was the old lady that kept hitting beans with her fan, Trey said and chuckled. Laughing, Sam looked at me. Oh, yeah, you were brutal to her. Brian spoke before I could respond. You weren't in class today. Where'd you go? He asked Sam. Shooting hoops. Sam responded as he pushed one of the double doors open to leave. Then turning as if an afterthought, he asked, Anyone want to get lunch? This question was directed at all of us. I lowered my leg and followed him as if on a leash. I had no will of my own any longer. I was willing to follow this god-like creature anywhere. Oh, we can't said Sabrina. I've got to get home. It was as if someone had yanked the leash, pulling me away from Sam and back to reality. Sabrina was my ride home. Okay. Hey, Gracie, you coming? asked Trey as they headed to Sam's truck. Uh, nah, I said with a quivering voice. Sabrina's my ride home. See ya! and they were gone. None of them even looked back. I walked as if in a trance towards Sabrina's car and somehow took part in the stream of conversation with her and Beans, still in a dreamlike state. I, I climbed into the back seat so I could take a moment to think and relive what had just occurred. His name was Sam, and when he smiled, his eyes became like crescent moons, his pouty lips encased beautiful white teeth. He had beautiful arms and legs that went on forever, and his voice, his voice sounded like the amplified purr of a contented cat. His name was Sam. He was real. He was friends with Trey. He'd seen me act, and he knew my name.